Welcome to Light Codes Podcast with your host, Celia Romana Gellert. Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my, so I just moved into my brand new beautiful apartment in Belmont Shores and Long Beach and I'm loving it. I mean, I'm surrounded by water. The ocean is on the left and there's a cove on the right and I'm literally in a womb. (laughs) It's so magical over here. Everything that I've been manifesting the past few years, so super excited about my new space and just the clarity I am already gaining for myself and my work and so I'm just going to sit down today and share with you um, about my recent discovery of learnings and tools around sexual assault and abuse, trauma in the womb space. Because that is specifically what I focus on, womb therapy with women. And um, you can find more information about that on my website, assistingwomensempowerment.com, all one word. (laughs) Um, And that is the movement behind AWE, my company, which is like, AWE, so cute, but it's like, AWE, A-W-E, Assisting Women's Empowerment. So I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, So a while back in... Let's see, in January, I had my second really severe incident incident with sexual assault. And before I get into this topic, let's just go ahead and wherever you are, we're going to just go and ground down, take a nice, big, deep breath. And exhale. feeling into your heart space and just taking a moment to chill to be finding that stillness inside so I really really encourage you to um, stay fully present During uh, during this share, as there are some tools in there for you or someone that you may know um, that can really help them throughout this process, and that occurs with a lot of people on the planet, unfortunately. Um, but it is a big learning, a big learning, and a beautiful healing for the planet and all of the souls on here. So, so a while back in January, I. Um, I was recovering from my sexual assault that had happened in the space of my home and it was through a friend that I knew for over a year named Dijon and um, he offered, you know, to do this Shakti invocation um, healing uh, for me which on his site described He described it as sound therapy with some cacao and a biomat and some crystals um, and maybe some essential oils. And I was like, that sounds beautiful. Like, I'm down. (laughs) I'm down. Like, that sounds great. During that time, I was recovering from just like a severe cold. Um, So 
I was just really excited to, you know, to, to receive. Because <laughs> as a healer, if you're a healer, you know, it's, you're doing a lot of work. And so self-care is a big part of the practice. And to really fill yourself up completely so you can just overpour with love and, and compassion for everyone that you work with. So, of course, I was like, yeah, of course, Dijon. Like, I've known you for over a year. We're really good friends in the community over in Santa Monica. And I'm taking a few deep breaths just because, you know, every time I do tell this story, a lot does start to come up for me. But I am now in a place where I can really share and be vulnerable. And it's safe for me. Um, Doing this, like four months ago would have been like, no thanks. (laughs) It would have been like a total nightmare, you know, because I was still going through the process. Um, So, you know, my friend came over to my space and set up, I set up my table. He put the biomat down and um, I just started to feel really uncomfortable for some reason. And I didn't understand why at first. Like my body was having a reaction, but my mind was disagreeing. So my body was actually scared. I was sweating. I was like fidgety and and a little nervous. And my shoulders were even caving in towards my chest. And I was just kind of uncomfortable, but I didn't understand why. Um, Because this is my friend. I know him. I trust him. And I didn't know what my body was doing. So my heart starts to go like really, really like, you know, like a hundred miles a minute because um, there's two parts of me inside that are battling. You know, one is like, hey, here's a warning sign. The other one's like, no, shh, be quiet. There's this like bulldozer effect almost that um, uh, comes up that we all do for ourselves. We bulldoze. And so I'm feeling, uh, just feeling really un unsure and unsafe Um, but I just I trust and I'm staying open and I'm trusting and um, you know then the healing session started and um, I started to cry and um, I was recalling my mother and my mother has also been through some traumatic sexual abuse and and rape as well and that was for some reason it was coming up in my mind and I was thinking of her and I was crying and so there's a lot going on and um, uh, (laughs) without like getting too in depth into you know the nuances here you know I was fully naked face down on a biomat and not covered and I was so terrified that I froze up and I'm lying there thinking this is not sound crystals and cacao this is something different and now I am officially frightened so being in that space and having this person then try and stimulate the sexual parts of my body I flew out of my body completely I completely disconnected and I, and I was outside of my body. Now, because unfortunately this is the second time I've experienced just this, this freezing, 
um, that women tend to experience, uh, I was really calling myself back into my body. So I was practicing like, okay, come back, Celia, get up and, and get out. Like, this is not for you. This is unsafe and you're scared. So let's do that. Let's take the steps, come back into your body. And I remember lying there and, and just trying to, to get myself back in inside. Um, and so I tried not to, you know, make any, any movements or anything like that, that could like stir up anything else from, from it, from like the person that was working on me. <laughs> Let's just like shake that out for a moment. So I'm like really remembering a lot here and it's, um, it's, it's bringing up a lot of emotion. I'm already like getting a little warm over here. I'm like holding my rose quartz. I'm like, I can, I can talk about this because every time I do it's, it is very healing. Um, and so after this session, you know, this person left, they had the audacity to one, not check in with me and two, say that I, he recommended I do this three more times. I mean, I don't know, but like when you're working, um, you know, with, with someone else, if you're coaching them, if you have one-on-one meditation or yoga sessions, there's an energy that you can really feel and tap into that you know, you can under, you can sense that if the person's uncomfortable or anything like that, and this person just was so disconnected from themselves that they were seriously on just a power hunt, a surge for power and prey off women who have been through sexual abuse. So after they leave, I, I honestly just didn't know what happened. I'm <laughs> like sitting there like, oh my gosh, so much shame came over me. I mean, just so much. I was blaming myself. Like, how could I have let this happen? What did I do? What didn't I do? You know, and I was sitting there and I was going through all this. And that's when I really started to to get to a bad place. <sighs> Cut to a week later. I'm watching this documentary on um, the 1% and the, what the 1% does in the world. And no one really likes to talk about this, but this is kind of what goes on in the world, and, and you can see the ripple effect that happens within a community. So the 1% is the really, really wealthy, and the 1% has so much power in many that they are doing obscene and ridiculous things that are beyond our imagination of what abusive power is. And so I'm watching this documentary and this woman is talking about her sexual abuse, her rape, her trauma. And then all of a sudden I am sitting there going like, wait, no, I went through something like that too. And so I had disassociated from my experience so much so that I made it into something that I believed didn't happen, but it actually did. So when that resurfaced, I was like, okay, I need to go back to this and re-examine what's here. So then I went on my friend's website and I was researching some, some of the people that had healings from him. And I came across my friend on there. I'll keep her private because um, when this went public, she wanted to be kept private. So I'm going to honor that. And um, she also had a similar experience. She was just really afraid and fearful and didn't understand. And um, 
I remember her coming over to my, my house for tea. We met and she actually lied down on my table and um, she was crying. And, um, you know, she was like, if it was for you, I would have gone back two or three more times just like he had advised. And so from that, I, I just had a, a strong knowing inside that this person, my abuser, he probably went through some abuse himself and now is abusing other people as well. So I didn't really know what to do with this information, but I knew that I had to, had to do something. I had to say something. I am not the kind of person to just sits around and waits for someone else to start the fire, to, to make a change with grace. You know, one of my my big mentors is Marianne Williamson. I mean, if you watch her, the way, the way she, she gives her speeches, her sermons, is just with so much grace and strength and, and courage and humility. Um, so she is someone that I look up to as, as a leader for women. And um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, how do I get this out? How do I talk about this? You know, I... Because he, he was still a friend at the time, I had such a big complex. I was like, do I talk it out with him? I don't even know what to do. I don't want to, you know, I didn't know what to do, to be honest. And so when I reached out to Dijon, my abuser, and I, I said, you know, I don't feel comfortable. I think like a line was crossed. I, I literally just got a screenshot back saying, well, you thanked me for it. And in hindsight, yes, I did say thank you because you did come over and you did give me your time, but that doesn't mean that like nothing inappropriate happened. Um, and, and that was just a huge red flag for me where someone who takes their work seriously was going to be like, Hey, oh my gosh, let me check in with you. Like, how can I do, how can I make this better? Like I'm human. I make mistakes. And so when I got that sense and that feeling, I had a deep knowing once again that, okay, this person really just does not care. Like he just, he just wants to keep doing what he's doing, which is in search of power and having this, this power dynamic over women. So after um, meeting with my friend who had a very similar experience, I reached out to a group on Facebook and I was looking for support for women, from, for women, from women, <laughs> for women and from women. So all of the aspects. Um, and, you know, I just kind of shared what happened to me. And I said, FYI, you know, this person is not ethically and morally like practicing authentically, like I had a terrible experience and and so did someone else and I'm sure other people are also having similar experiences. So I shared my experience on there and I got so much feedback in the beginning. I mean, a lot of other people were like, hey, I had a similar experience as well or I know someone who is currently, you know, seeing this person for healing. Um, I had someone who posted about their male friend who was sexually assaulted by this person. So I was like, wow, okay, this is a real thing. And this person is harming not just me, but more people. And um, 
I kind of just left it there and the women who had reached out and commented on my thread were super supportive and we set up like a meeting we were all gonna like meet and talk on a call and it felt so good like I was feeling just so supported and that's all I really wanted to be feeling at that moment um I had no no agenda no rage no no um vindictive uh thoughts or anything like that I was angry fuck yeah I was fucking angry I was fucking pissed you know but but that's it I I didn't want to cause harm (sighs) still with me (laughs) this is a lot um but this is real and this happens and it's important to talk about so after you know I reach out and you know comment on this this Facebook group and everything um I uh, I start to get calls from reporters <laughs> and I'm like that's weird like why am I getting calls from reporters like I don't understand um so my abuser Dijon his mother uh she was the CEO of Times Up which is pretty much what <laughs> pretty much in support of what happened to me. So supporting women who have been sexually abused in the workplace. Um, (laughs) So right on the money. Um, And so they heard that Lisa was going to be leaving. And um, somehow they found my story on the private sisters page on Facebook. Like this wasn't on like display. This was like in a private group. And so they got wind of the story and they started digging. So cut to, it's literally, let's say it was Tuesday that I get all the support from the women on Facebook. And then the same day, the reporter reached out and they're like, hey, can we talk to you about um, something that's going on? We think you might have information. I have a meeting with the girls on Wednesday to talk on a phone call, get all the support. And literally the worst thing that could possibly happen the reporters also somehow reached out to some of the girls in the group and I get this email from all of the girls saying good luck you got this we cannot support you from here on and I think I cried like so much just by getting that rejection from other women who couldn't stand by me during a time where I really needed support like I didn't know who else to turn to like I didn't you know my family doesn't live here on on the west coast and um I really didn't have anyone else who was supporting me during this time who was a woman and I was craving like feminine like gentleness and that was actually the most painful because I got the metaphor of what's going on in the world today with women and not a lot of us are supporting each other when it really comes down to the wire when it really comes down to hey let me be there for you in this darkness and let's shine the light here and let's create some some beautiful 
beautiful memories, you know. Um, my my best friend and and wonderful supporter Lauren, she she was there for me through all of it. You know, she even talked to the reporter. She she confirmed my story. She she was really there to support me, and that meant everything. So if you have someone like that in your life, keep them around. <laughs> They're good people because Lauren, she she literally saved my life because um, I was getting to be in a really bad place. Because um, from my perspective, you know, having that that sexual assault happened with a man. So like I didn't really even want to be seen or touched or be around men in general. Um, I wanted to be around women, you know, a mother nurturing element, but then being rejected by women as well. I was kind of in like a cocoon of, well, who sees me? Who, who cares for me? Who are my, my true friends? Because a lot of people, a lot of people left my life during that time, which was so interesting. I was even, I remember I was like disinvited to weddings, um, one of one of my friends who was getting married, she reached out and, and just said that I was a selfish person and that she was disinviting me from her wedding. <laughs> this was all in regards to my sexual assault. So it was just really interesting to see how it triggered other people and their response to me. And it was just really interesting um, that's like the kindest word I can use. It was, it was just interesting. And, and I was really trying to, you know, sit with it and be like, okay, what can I learn here? Because I was getting so emotional. I mean, I have a Scorpio moon. <laughs> like, I'm like a really sensitive being, you know, I, I feel everything and I want to understand everything at the same time. And, um, so for me going through that entire process, um, I started to do a lot more concentrated self-work on my womb space and also um, understand my mother's womb space as well. Uh, and it was really interesting because exactly a year ago from today, exactly a year ago, I sat down to write a book on Reiki and I'm sitting there and I start writing about my mother and and periods and my womb and I like don't even know what I'm writing. I'm just writing all of this information. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I, I just didn't understand and so I was kind of frustrated but at the same time last year, you know, I sat down and I was like, okay, well, I think I need to not focus on writing about Reiki because that's not going anywhere right now. My focus is clearly on something else. So throughout that entire year, I kept sitting with, in meditation, okay, what is my next focus? What is my purpose? What am I here to help? What am I here to do? Like, just, just please show me. I would ask my angels. I would ask God. I would just pray. And so leading up to the events that I just described of my sexual assault, um, it was all coming together. It was everything that I've been actually asking for and it was there. And unfortunately, I had to go through this 
this darkness um, so I can fully show up for someone now when I work specifically with women who've gone through sexual abuse and trauma. And that alone gives me chills. <laughs> it, um, it brings up a lot, of, a lot of emotion in my heart as well. And so it's just really interesting and beautiful how, you know, that synchronicity happened and, uh, and how it's coming all full circle. Because there was a moment, <laughs> there were several moments actually, where I was sitting and going, okay, it, what, what next? You know, like, how do I get up in, from bed? Because, like, I can't face the world right now. Um, I was in, in some really dark trenches, and, and now I am out in the light, and I feel, I feel reborn. Um, I feel more of an understanding and compassion for anyone who's been through sexual abuse and trauma and rape. All of the above. It's all, it's all the same. You know, just different words. Um, and so that's, that's how I came to really discovering the power and, and healing of, of the womb. And, um, and so I, I work now specifically in that area and um, I was able to clear and heal so much um, from my sexual partners in the past, from, from my mother and 27 generations back on my mother's side of, of abuse, specifically sexual abuse. Um, and so just clearing, clearing my womb and, and everything in there energetically, emotionally, because one day I really, I really do want to bring in a child and I want her to have the best little hub inside of me that is almost, you know, pristine. And so she doesn't have to go through what I've gone through. And so I can really clear up all of that energetic karma, all of the past life stuff, all of that. And um, because I do believe in that, I do believe we are all connected because if you look at just what happened um, to me and it also happened to my mother and then my grandmother I and going back 27 generations, I don't think it's just a coincidence. You know, I think there is a connection there and um, it's a really beautiful time right now to, to talk about this and to bring light, light to it because it does need to be healed and... Um, and reaching out to people who support this type of work because it is very emotionally and energetically taxing and draining because a lot of energy goes into it. Um, but it's also the most healing because it helps another soul and then it really does replicate out into the world and create a better, better place because we all want that, you know, and... Um, <sighs> I'm happy to say that I have so much more peace now in my heart against my abuser, Dijon, and, um, you know, understanding the pain that he was going through during that time where he felt the need to assert his dominance. Um, I do pray for him and his family because, as I said, we are all connected, and so, um, I do, uh, I do find the full spectrum and 
and healing and all of that. And so that is my story uh, that I really wanted to share and speak about because, you know, I think, I think there's more than just power behind words. I think there's also a lot of emotion that can arise and everyone will hear this differently and it will touch everyone differently and maybe not in the moment but maybe a week later and um, I hope it does help bring some clarity into your life whether you understand that now um, or later but um, yes so thank you thank you so much for for listening and and really taking me in um, I've created a beautiful heart and womb meditation that is available on Anchor, Spotify. It's also available on um, Insight Timer if you just search heart and womb practice. Um, it's on there. And um, I'm really, really looking forward to um, my work and just, just, you know, nourishing some beautiful beings in their womb space. So if you have any um, desire to reach out or connect, um, please do so. My, my link is listed on, on Anchor, I believe, and also Spotify. Um, it's assistingwomensempowerment.com. You can also email me at hello at assistingwomensempowerment.com. And I'm so happy um, to get back to you and just with any information, like anything really, um, this is a time for change and to support women and also the masculine. So this is not just about women because there is a huge polarity that happens when we are just supporting one aspect and, and that also funnels down to yourself. So inside all of us, we have the feminine, the masculine, the yin, the yang. And in the world, we also have that as well. And so having the two come together, heal together, work together is what we are all thriving for. And so understanding how you can work with your feminine divine and also your masculine is a beautiful practice and that is what I specialize in. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, if you'd like to just take a moment here and just connect back down into your heart space, taking your hands right over your heart, closing your eyes. And just send yourself some love and gratitude today. And just check in what emotions are there for you right now. Knowing that it's okay to feel angry, upset, frustrated, nervous, tired, anxious. It's okay. Remove that judgment. We don't always have to put on a fake smile or pretend or have a positive affirmation that actually doesn't feel good in the moment. You know, just dropping in and, and fully connecting with your honesty, with your authentic self. And if you can do that, 
well, you can really start to see some beautiful shift and healing happen in your life. So what do you feel right now? Go ahead and take a nice deep inhale. Fill your belly, your chest. Hold at the top. Feel your body pulse. And exhale. Let it all go. Sigh it out. Know that you are a perfect being just as you were created. And you are always given what you can handle at every moment know that you are stronger than you think you are and you are always supported and loved by your soul and light family well i am going to get back to settling in over here <laughs> into my new space i am just so so grateful and uh, i think i'm going to go to the beach and take a nice little little walk and a nice little meditation as well by the ocean so Thank you so much again. I can't say thank you enough. This was um, pretty vulnerable for me. Um, and my story was also in the LA Times and CNN News. If you are curious to know more in depth, um, it's there. <laughs> it's out in the world. <laughs> but all right, I will see you guys very soon. And uh, have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you so much for being your beautiful self and listening. I'm so, so grateful for you. For more information and to book a healing session with me, visit assistingwomensempowerment.com.